Hello, and welcome to Nerd Girl Musings Podcast. My name is Jen, and I'm so glad you're here. Today, I wanted to talk about the book Mirror, Mirror. This is a book by Cara Delevingne. Uh, specifically, though, I want to talk about the audiobook version. Um, an absolutely amazing version of this book. So if you haven't read it yet, obviously, stop, go read it, go get it off audio. Audiobook is narrated by R. Jones, and I have tried digging up everything I can find out, and there is zip, zilch, and nada about R. Jones. So I have no idea who she is. I have no idea if she narrates anything else. If she did, I would get it in a heartbeat. But part of, I think, what makes this particular book so amazing is her ability to do accents. Uh, Cara Delevingne is a British supermodel and actress that also can sing, by the way. She plays drums. She plays Sweet Home Alabama behind her neck. It's quite interesting. There's a Jimmy Fallon episode about it. Uh, but given that type of a pedigree, I'll be honest, I did not have the highest hopes for the book. Um, I certainly did not think it would become one of my favorites. So the book is not suitable for kids. Um, it contains strong language and the subject matter is, I don't think is suitable for everyone. I'm not a parent, so I can't say what age kids, uh, but I think middle high school, um, would fit in the category of those that should read the book. Each group should or could handle this is because it's not, it's relevant to their age. Um, it's written about kids their age. And I think the, the dangers inherently out there with social media and, and the way our world works today, the kids know all of this stuff and they they know what's going on. So I think definitely as a if you're a parent, listen to it first yourself and then you make the determination if your child is ready for it. Uh language, I would say it it sounds like any Brit that I know who's much more fluid in uh fluid in in cussing than those of us here in the States. Um Sometimes it makes me uncomfortable. I'm not a huge swearer. I do swear on occasion, but I'm not. I, I don't drop F-bombs all the time, and that's just not how I talk. But um, and maybe it's more of a stereotype. I don't know. But uh, definitely, this is a well-done book, and the audiobook adds another layer to it. So I highly recommend this. Uh, the audiobook itself is about 9 hours and 49 minutes. There is an intro done by Kara herself, and so that's kind of fun. You get to hear her uh, talk about why she wrote the book. And then at the end, there's a Q&A uh, with the narrator and Kara, basically going through some of the themes of the book and, you know, why did you choose to do this and that? And, and so it's, it's good to get a full picture. This book came out in October of 2017, so it's been out a couple of years. Um, it's a, a bright yellow cover with a hand and a fist, and um, 
the the title is actually smaller than Kara's name on it, which is kind of interesting. Um, you know, but this book reminds me of what it was like to be that age and the I don't care attitude in some ways uh, that at that age we have one foot in danger, which we may or may not know, and others might be able to see it. Um, it reminds me a little bit of Scooby-Doo Gang. Um, so let me read to you what the publishers, or at least part of what the publisher's summary of the book is. When one of their friends mysteriously disappears, a group of teens are forced to confront the challenges and secrets of their lives in this edgy and suspenseful coming-of-age tale from international supermodel, actress, and social media darling, Cara Delevingne. Amongst the students of the Melko Academy, Red, Leo, Rose, and Naomi are misfits. They're outsiders who have found a safe haven in music and their band. Their band's name is Mirror Mirror. For these 16-year-olds, fitting in at school is nearly as difficult as navigating their complicated home lives. Red has an alcoholic mother and a father who's never around. Leo's brother is in prison. Rose uses sex and alcohol to numb the pain of a brutal attack. And Naomi's punk rock princess persona gives her the freedom to be her true self. When Naomi mysteriously vanishes and is then found unconscious, her friends are shaken and confused. Could it have been an accident, or did someone deliberately try and hurt Naomi? If she was in trouble, why didn't she turn to them? How do they really know that their band how do they really know their bandmate and each other? If Naomi wakes up from her coma, will she ever be the same? To understand what happened to Naomi, Red Leo and Rose must ultimately face their own dark secrets and fears and reconcile the difference between what they feel inside and what they show to the world. I'm going to leave it at that for the public publisher's description. But this book starts out really quick. Uh, you get to know the characters by their story, by the accents. And it is no secret that I absolutely love British narration. Um, well, for all that goes, I like European narration. And there's just something about the quality of how these audiobooks are done. And I, I like that they're done in the accents that the, um, that the writer had intended. So R. Jones gives personality to these characters that we just wouldn't have any other way. And I'm not going to ruin the two big twists in the plot uh, because that I want you to be able to experience on your own. and really be able to feel how you feel because of it and to see if that changes things for you. Um, you know, I remember being 16 and I thought, one, I knew just about everything there was to know, uh, but also that it was me against the world. All I cared about back then was running track, staying thin, looking like everybody else. and. By listening to this book and reading this book, I was transported into the world with these kids, and it was like I was back to that 16-year-old again. Some of their struggles are different, 
you know, we didn't have cell phones or social media, and that's probably a really good thing. Um, I didn't get my first cell phone until I went off to college. And that was only because I had a drive and my dad wanted to make sure if something happened to me, I could get a hold of them on the way. But we didn't have those things. And so kids can be cruel. They can be mysterious. You can have fights at a whole different level when now you're talking social media and how fast things spread uh, today. It's just unreal to me. So, you know, you've got, you've got these kids that are forced to become a band and it becomes the best thing for all of their lives. And they just didn't know it right away. And the story takes place in a really short period of time. Um, I think the time between when we first learn that Naomi is missing to the end of the book is it's just a, a couple of weeks, I think. It's not very long. Um, so it's a short period of time with little flashbacks, little bits and pieces of how they met, how they came together. Um, and I'll tell you, ultimately, I was jealous of their friendships. You know, I, I think at that age, you, you form a different bond. Um, you really get to know people in a different way, and especially than you do as an adult. I think we're too busy as adults where when you're a kid, when you're 16, your whole world is going to school and you know, for some people it might be sports, for others it's art. These kids, it was banned. And that is, that is it. That's all you have. Whereas as an adult, you have responsibilities at work, at home, you got to mow your lawn, you have to, you know, make meals, plan meals, go get food, kids, if you've got kids, all that kind of stuff. And so I think we forget how to forge a friendship. But this, uh, this also talks about some um, predatory actions and how dangerous that can be for young women uh, in particular. You know, you hear a lot today about um, how people are essentially held captive in a way. Um, you know, the Epstein thing, all of that. That all plays into it. Uh, so we have different things that are scary for a young female today. Then, uh, not to say that it was never a concern growing up. I mean, some of the same things that can happen to you now could happen to you then, but it's it's different, um, you know. And and I think about how do you raise a kid today, knowing some of these scary things are out there. And how do you prepare and have those conversations with your kids? So if you have a teen, maybe even a tween, uh, this wouldn't be a bad book for them because I think it could be a good launching pad to some discussions. Uh, because in, in this book, we have a few different relationships going on and they can't talk about it. They can't talk to their friends. And we need to be able to have open spaces for kids, for women, for girls, to be able to share what's going on. And so you need to have that open dialogue, that if this ever happens to you, you come to me, you talk to me, you go talk to a, 
a teacher, you go talk to a coach. Um, you know, that way we know, we know everybody's okay. So the story starts right out with Naomi's missing and they're trying to find her. They're trying to get word of her and they're planning a concert. And the concert is so that way people don't forget their friend. They don't forget this girl that's missing. They try to keep her in the front of everyone's mind so that way they can try to find her and figure out what happened. And when I said earlier that it's sort of Scooby-Doo is because they start picking up little clues and they kind of follow, follow the clues, things that maybe, maybe the police or an, or an adult didn't pay attention to not because it doesn't matter, but because they don't know their friend. And a stranger doesn't know their friend as well as they do. So they can start to put together some of these things. Um, you know, they described Naomi or Nye, as she's known in the, in the book, um, as the bassist and one of the writers of the songs uh, because writing was her superpower. And they talk about how she would run away. And but once she met the band, it filled something in her and she didn't have to do that anymore because she, she had the group. And so it talks about how each one of these kids had something going on in their lives. Uh, Red's mom was an alcoholic and, uh, you know, always having to deal with vodka and not not being around, and Red's dad was just absent. And then we've got Rose, who seems to live a pretty posh life. Uh, Dad's a lawyer. Um, Stepmom seems to be okay. And she's just acting out because things happen to her. And Leo has a brother that is in prison and getting out and he's trying to rope him into helping him do things and so he's trapped between being a brother and what his brother wants and doing what is right or what he should do and what his friends say you know don't get involved in that and so I think that it there's something for everybody so you know these kids put together clues they help identify um, everything that's happening. And so Naomi has found, um, she's found with a head injury. And so she's not responsive. She's in a coma. And so then it becomes, now we found her. What happened? How did we get here? And is she going to be okay? And so the story then changes to, um, from help us find our friend to help us find out what happened to our friend. Did she jump in? The water on her own? Did somebody put her there? And like I said, I'm not going to give away the big changes in um, in the story because I think I think the first time you read through it, it kind of catches you off guard. So um, in the end, there's a great twist. There's a, a really good ending, um, you know, and it's one of those all was well type of type of endings, but not quite so fine. So it, you know, although 
everybody is is fine at the end. Um, I think they still talk about how there's work to do. Um, there's therapy and, and things like that for Naomi um, because she went through this trauma. So she needs to have the therapy. But the band is is back together at the end and able to to continue on. So, you know, like I said, it's it's one of those things that I found myself being jealous of their friendship. I remember, you know, when I was 16, I had a ton of, of friends. I can't say I had that really close, close friend. Um, I have people I've known my whole life that are close to me, but not quite in this way. And so, so that was, that was appealing to me and it was interesting to me. Um, you know, I had friends that had eating disorders. I had friends that struggled with, um, self-harm and, you know, there was a whole wide range of people that I knew, but we were, we were friends and acquaintances, but I can't say we were that tight. I think the kids in this book are really close and makes you wonder if some of what's in this story comes from Kara's own life. I know her mother had issues with alcoholism. So whether that played a portion of, of what we saw in this book, but, um, Hands down, very good. Uh, I highly recommend it. Um, it doesn't take very long to listen through it. So go get the book. Audiobook is best, but get the book either way. And let me know what you think. Drop me a line, nerdgirlmusings.com or nerdgirlmusings at gmail.com or go to my Instagram and I'll see you next time.